This is the Larry Kudlow Show. I'm ace New York Post columnist and a Fox News contributor and uh, author of the book Laptop from Hell, Hunter Biden, Big Tech, and the Dirty Secrets the President's Tried to Hide. Uh, Miranda and I were talking on the TV show about the Tucker Carlson tapes that the Democrats and some Republicans did not want shown. Miranda, welcome. Thank you for your time on the weekend. I appreciate it. Um, Pleasure. Yep. So tell us, um, to advance this story, so the tapes were shown, and it was a bad day for America. There's no question about that. You wrote that. There's no sugarcoating what happened. It was shocking and had some violence. But it was not an insurrection. It was not a terrorist attack. Nobody's been charged with insurrection. That's partly the um, important implications of what uh, Tucker Carlson was showing. Um, where's this story now? How do you see this? Well, I, I think, you know, we, we're seeing now moves to try and get Jacob Chansley, who's the QAnon shaman, out of jail. Mm. Um, it, I mean, I think it, it's his lawyer says it'll be difficult, but um, this footage showing him being escorted around the Capitol um, by police, walking straight past, you know, a dozen police and then two police, uh, police officers opening doors for him and, um, you know, helping him get into the Senate chamber. Uh, it, it, it's just completely opposed to the narrative that um, not only that the American public has been told, but also that um, the prosecutors said at his uh, trial and he's now sitting in jail, 41 months trial for um, disrupting an official proceeding. Um, no violence. Uh, this is the guy wearing the face paint and the Viking hat. Um, you know, completely harmless person. And yet he's got almost four years in jail and he's a, you know, a naval veteran. Uh, he has PTSD. It's just impossibly cruel what's happened to him. And I don't know if you have heard this, but there was some more footage that was um, uncovered just yesterday of Jacob Chansley outside the Capitol with his megaphone. Um, and he's standing right at a, a, a locked door. And he, there's a huge crowd in front of him. And he's um, sort of yelling at them through the megaphone. He's saying, um, Donald Trump just tweeted. He said, go home, go home. Mm. And uh, and and people are yelling back at him, and he's saying, "No, you have to go home." And then someone disagrees with him, and he pulls out his phone and he shows them the tweet. Mm. And so he's he's really like in this situation, it almost call him a good guy. Mm. From you know, he's he's one of the least harmful people in the crowd, and yet he's spending four years in jail. And um, I think Jonathan Turley, uh, the Fox legal analyst put it best when he said he was jailed for a costume. Yeah, right, right. You know, I hadn't seen that footage. Was that was yeah. that was that on Tucker last night or something? No, it just turned up on Twitter oh. um last night. So uh I I I'm presuming that it's not actually from the Capitol um mm. police footage, but surveillance footage, but there's a whole lot of um, body cam footage that has started to make its way out into the public. You know, there's a lot, I mean, I guess hundreds of people stuck in very terrible conditions in the Washington, D.C. jail system, and oh. they're just stuck there. Like, we don't know. It's just so hard to know 
uh, who's committed crimes and who hasn't committed crimes. I mean, that's I seems to me that's part of the injustice of this thing. Well, yeah. I mean, part of the problem is that you have people who have not gone to trial yet. They are in pre-trial detention for two years. Mm. Um, it, you know, they're denied bail over and over. Um, these people are, you know, most of them are um, are not rich. Uh, they come from, you know, all over the country, from Arkansas and Mississippi and Kansas, and uh, they um, they they can't afford half a million dollars for legal representation so they have um for the most part they they've you know they've got public defenders and from the stories that have been told about public defenders uh they look down on them Mm. uh they feel that they are you know deplorables and insurrectionists and Mm. um that they need to get up and before the court swear that donald trump is the second coming of the devil and um you know, renounce him and all his works. I mean, it really is a, a, like, I don't know, like a gulag situation. That's why they call it the gulag. And also they're being housed in a separate part of the jail, uh, probably for their own safety. I mean, I I would imagine, Um, but they're being treated as if they're white supremacists. This is the, um, this is Joe Biden's fault. He's run this line more vigorously than anyone else Mm. that, that, he, he, in fact, said it in his inauguration speech that's still being praised as being a unifying speech. It was it was not. Um, he paid lip service to unity, but he also said some really malicious and defamatory things about Trump supporters and um, and including that they were white supremacists. And so uh, he, he, he has seeded this view of these people when there was nothing to do with race absolutely nothing to do with race. Um, you know, it, it is true that the crowd, for the most part, was white, but it doesn't mean they're white supremacists. Mm. They're just the people who travelled to Washington, D.C. to hear Donald Trump um, speak. And, you know, um, the majority of the people being held in the D.C. gulag are military veterans, mm. and this is how they're repaid. People did attack the cops, though, Yes. Absolutely. And uh, it was a minority of them. Mm -hmm. And that's unforgivable. And of course, they should go to jail for that. Um, And, you know, police were injured. I think something like 100 police were injured. Um, But, you know, you also I'm not I'm not and I'm not forgiving that or under underplaying it. But I will say that those Capitol Police officers were put in an impossible situation. Mm. They were. Um, completely outnumbered, and, uh, and and you know that may explain why there were police opening doors and ushering these people around the, the capital to try and keep the heat down, mm. um, and that's what in fact they say when we ask them why did you do that? They said we were um, you know trying to to calm the crowd, but de-escalate is um, mm. their word, yeah. Uh, but 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 the reason that they were left unprotected, the police, was a deliberate choice by Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell. And uh, they, they, you know, people keep on denying that Nancy Pelosi had control of the Capitol Police. But of course she did, not directly, but through the Sergeant at Arms. There's a House Sergeant at Arms and there's a, um, a Senate Sergeant at Arms and they're controlled by Pelosi and McConnell mm. respectively. And 
Um, from what Stephen Sund, the Capitol Police Chief, who was fired by Pelosi uh, same day, um, from what he has told me and from what he wrote in his book as well, so largely, um, uh, it, McConnell's guy was deferring to Pelosi's guy. Mm. And uh, mm. he was begging them for days before the Capitol riot to um, allow the National Guard to come in. Um, he was rejected. And then finally, on the day, you know, as the crowd is getting closer, as the crowd is getting larger and as they're starting to break in and as they're in the building, his pleas are becoming ever more desperate. Mm. And still, he doesn't get what he wants. Mm. And it's, the, it's Pelosi's guy who says, look, I'm trying. I've sent it up the line. I'm waiting for approval. And up the line is Pelosi. And, of course, it suits Pelosi. I don't know when she would have made that decision um, before the Capitol riot um, when they knew that, you know, mm. that there were rumours a million people were coming to, to Washington. Of course, mm. you were going to have some sort of a crowd control issue. Uh, we knew that they were going to march towards mm. the Capitol because they had booked, uh, had permits yeah. for legitimate crowd I got it. I'm running yeah. out of time, yeah. but I agree. I, Trump wanted twenty thousand people. The whole that part of the story is crazy. Miranda Devine, New York Post. Thank you very, very, very much. Thanks, Larry. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.